I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest and sexiest version of yourself. Hi guys, my name is Hayley Quinn. Welcome back to another episode of Attraction HQ. Today, lucky, lucky you, we've got, we've got a bit of a hackathon when it comes to online dating. So we're going to be giving you some short, swift, effective techniques to get through the brutal modern mess that is Tinder happen once and bumble. (laughs) So if you are interested in getting, improving your online dating presence, getting a better return on effort, this is the right place. As you probably know, I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of teaching you skills to both meet women in real life, to become more charismatic and have more sex appeal on your dates and also form just better, healthier relationships. But for today, we're going to tackle the millennial minefield that is the online dating app. I'm going to be joined by Ben from superfitdad.com.au, who is a personal trainer, blogger, father, and I've just been having a little chat with him, and he's got some badass tips for online dating as well. So I guess you have you have been in London for about a month, and you said at the beginning that you hit the online dating scene with some enthusiasm. Uh, well, yep. Yeah. Hi, Hayley. Thanks for having <laughs> me on the, on the show. Uh, I've been here for a month, and when I arrived, I gave it a little nudge. Yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah, and what was your what's your first comment or experience about how you found it? Uh, look, it's a, a minefield, that's for sure. Uh, it's highly disposable, and what I've found over the years is that by honing a set of techniques or uh, tricks, you can make the process less time-consuming, which, mm-hmm. as a dad as a busy guy, is actually quite important. Right, because I think men and women have very different issues when it comes to the online dating thing. I think for guys, you you probably feel like this, it can feel like a hell of a lot of effort and labour just to get some dates out of it because there's so many, there's so much kind of drop off in the process where so you match someone, they don't get back to you, you message a bit, it never turns into a phone number, women cancel on dates. It's like you can, so it can feel that even, we were talking about this actually before we started the podcast, the illusion, the online dating is so much easier than meeting people in real life. However, I think that the, whilst you get the ease of the match, converting that into a like, a, a live, breathing, red-blooded woman on the other side of a cocktail table from you is like a whole other story. 
100% agree with that. I would say the, I dread to think about the percentage of dates that actually come about after an online dating match. I'd say it's in the less than 1%. Wow. We should do a, we should do a, we should do a survey on that. Uh, that'd be really interesting. But you did. I have to share this with you guys. We've got an amazing hack. Because, and I'm going to make you share, even though it's going to, this is taking away your secret gold, which is awesome. But I have fed you, uh, but I have given you a few beers, so that, that can be the trade. Um, you have got a really good icebreaker. Now, do you want to maybe talk about your reasoning behind having a standardized icebreaker for an online dating? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, I think the, the volume is going to be problematic. Um, particularly if you're over the age of 16, uh, consistently and repeatedly typing or coming up with new introductory messages is an absolute time drain. I don't think anyone's got the time for that. And it can be hard when women don't write anything on their online dating profiles. They don't give you a lot to work with, right? Absolutely. So I think to a certain extent, it's a sad state of affairs, but you do have to play the numbers. It's the the nature of the beast, unfortunately. Um, However, I listened to some advice from a computer hacker, believe it or not, who had actually hacked uh, the, the online dating world. And he posed, or with complicit approval of a female friend, he set up a profile as a, as a female or as her and analysed statistically the responses that he got. And from that, he was able to construct his responses to significantly improve his chances of having an initial successful first encounter. So I've tried to bring a little bit of that into what I do when I am actually uh, online dating. Okay. And so your statistic, can, are you, can you share your icebreaker with us? Oh, I'm, I'm a little bit loath to do that, but it's working on the principle that the majority of females when they are approached in an online dating environment, particularly app dating, I think the majority of approaches they get will be something along the lines of hello, smiley face, or hello, winky face, which... uh, I'm not a huge fan of guys using tons of emojis, by the way. And what I would say there is a simple principle that you can think about is if 95% of men are likely to send this form of message, how can you be in the 5% of at least doing something different? Um, I also know that whilst you won't tell us exactly, and I, I won't, I won't ruin it for you. I won't share without your permission. The content of Ben's opening message essentially acknowledges what it's like to do online dating. So it's a statement to that effect. Ab- absolutely. So it's fully cognizant and fully recognises the fact that ninety-nine or ninety-five percent of these initial matches aren't going to go anywhere, and. What I've found is that by acknowledging that, recognising it and bringing it into the uh, opening gambit, um, there's a particularly enhanced chance of a successful initial response. Right. So you could say, hey, or you could say, so. And I think sometimes so sounds quite assertive. Think of maybe a nice three dots. I always think three dots is much sexier than an emoji. If you want to personalise it, you can put their profile name in. That's pretty easy to do. Um, then you could then you could maybe make a statement about the process of meeting people online, or you can make a statement about the likelihood of you guys ever going out on a date, or you can make a statement about what kind of interaction is likely to follow. Why this is witty and good is I think just like when you're on um, just like when you're uh, on a date and maybe you know, you say something and you recognize that that did not go down well, or, the, you know, the woman turns up 20 minutes late. 
you have to say something about it because if you don't, uh, if you don't, you're a doormat. And also by acknowledging what's really going on in an interaction, you appear sociable, current, witty, particularly in a place like if you're listening to this and you're in the UK and London, we love wit. So also a good thing to do is if you can throw out an unusual word, I'm going to put it out there. If you can just replace the words good, bad, nice, or how's your weekend going, or how are you, hun? If we can just scrap that and actually just go, you know, go to thesaurus.com and find a different word. Because you'll be, you'll be so funny. Like, even when I'm getting guys to approach women in real life, if they're able to use words like eclectic and they just chuck it out there, immediately you're starting to differentiate yourself and the rest of the dating pool. And it's a simple technique to do. I think that's right, Hayley. I mean, I, I think if you can be erudite, to bring a nice word into the, the conversation, then absolutely you'll differentiate yourself. And, and that applies to guys and girls mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. So from there, so, so, you, so you've got to... And by the way, Ben reckons 70% response rate on his first message, which is powerful. That is really good. Um, after that, the other big uh, dropout or area I want to talk talk through with you is obviously the, the nature of women just kind of it all fizzling out. Correct. And that is annoying, isn't it? It's like if it never moves offline. And I have to say, guys, I'm going to be real with you now, a lot of the time this is this is straight up your fault or you co-create that situation a lot by simply not moving it on. I'm just reading all these like pages and pages of messaging. At no point there's a suggestion of the date, the phone number or anything else. I, th- I think that's a great point, Hayley. I mean, to, f- to follow from my opening gambit, which is along the lines of no conversation or no date will ever come of this, so many times the response has been from the, the girl or maybe we'll just talk for a bit and then you'll ignore me forever. So mm-hmm. I think, guys, we're absolutely uh, guilty of this as much, if not more so, mm-hmm. than women. Um, and we were talking about it before off mic. The minute you engage in conversation, your next step has to be talking about how can you get it off the app, mm-hmm. onto messaging, and get that first date arranged. Right, and remember what your intention is here, guys. You don't want a woman, you know... Women generally on the apps are there to meet a guy as well. However, because it is an app, on both sides, male and female, you're going to get some time wasters. Some people that are just there, maybe they're they're in a relationship and just want some kind of extra stimulation. Maybe they're bored. Maybe they just have, they struggle to have the confidence or they have no real intention of meeting people in real life. You do not need to meet these people. So actually by expediating the rate at which you ask for something or not even ask, state that a contact detail exchange could go down, the people that you lose through that process are not likely to be the most open to dating and the best candidates anyway. So it's a way that you start to streamline things. I would always suggest after a few good messages and a bit of banter back and forth, just say, hey, you know, I'm not, say, I'm, I'm much prefer ch- chatting in real life or I'm not a huge fan of chatting on here. Send me your number. Uh, and I'll, I'll drop you a message on WhatsApp. Now, at this point, if someone really is is not going to give their number out, I'd start to question why they're using the online dating service anyway. If they offer a realistic objection, like, I just don't know you that well enough yet, at least then you have something to work with. And you can say, okay, cool. Well, let's do three questions back and forth. You can ask me anything, AMA, and see how you feel by the end of that. So again, you put, I would rather that you pushed sooner got an objection, worked with the objection, solved it, and then got the number, rather than endlessly chatting to someone who you get this, you don't even know is a real person. Completely agree. I think uh, you have the initial opening gambit. You get one another on the hook, 
for your pardon the phrase, and then it's really down to due diligence. And you can package that up however you want. You can actually be overt and say, I've got to do a bit of due diligence first. Sometimes I like that you said due, due, the phrase due diligence, because again, that is suggesting that you have standards and that you are looking to qualify her. And a lot of the time, women will have that feeling about them where they'll feel like, you know what, women, if they're asking about, if you get, get this, if you ask a woman what she's looking for in a guy, oh my God, you get an answer. You get, you get a thesis on that. If you, sometimes I've asked men what they're looking for in a woman. They say, I don't know, someone who's pretty and cute or who's nice. <laughs> and it's, and it's, you have to demonstrate as a man that you are looking for more beyond physical attraction, and particularly in the very superficial world of like Tinder and online dating, suggesting that you have standards and other things that you qualify a woman for before you would invest your time on going a date with her, first of all, should be true. And secondly, even if it isn't true for you right now, I'd like you to make that a reality. And by saying something like, I need to do my due diligence, it's suggesting that even if she's really attractive, that you wouldn't simply go on a date with her purely based on looks, which directly counteracts most women's negative assumptions around online dating. I agree, I agree, Hayley. I think um, one of the one of the key issues with all of this, and that you can call it due diligence, whatever you want, you've got to ensure that there's some common ground. It's not just based on pictures. I don't think the reason most people don't go on dates with people they match is because it's a very superficial match. So you need to get into the weeds. You need to find out what they like to do in their spare time. You need to find out what their favourite book is. Whatever the question is, Mm -hmm. it's making sure there's some commonality there um, and you're on the same page and that it's worth both of you investing your time and going out on a date. Exactly. So I think that, you know, I think that also that's important that you embody and you have that mindset. And it also, generally, it helps you to direct your conversations, whether you're on date or just chatting to somebody online. So if you haven't done so already, think about what kind of personal qualities you would like the woman to have. I know for you, fitness is a big part, massive part of your life, not to be underestimated. Fitness and literate are my two big ones. (laughs) So therefore, if, if that was you, if you're Ben from Superfit Dad... You probably want to get steer the conversation towards fitness slash you know books slash general general level of education. Now the reason that you do that again, it's about how you're approaching this. Most guys, again, poor mindset, um, and it's not your fault. I understand this is a lot of the time how this has been communicated to you, particularly if you follow lots of pickup material, which is there's some good stuff in there, but there's some misleading stuff. And you might be thinking, damn it, I just need to sustain. Say if it's a real life approach five minutes of conversation with this woman so it becomes socially acceptable for me to ask for her phone number Uh -uh, wrong mindset you need to be thinking how do I direct the conversation towards topics that I'm really interested in that I care about that I'm going to find it really easy to talk about for several minutes I'm not going to do things in order to please her I'm actually going to be selecting topics that please me and that interest and excite me now, if you do that and you approach it that way round, you're not only going to find the conversation easier to sustain, but you're going to find it out more quickly if you have that level of connection. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, well, that's really good advice, Haley, but how in the hell do I do that? Well, it's really easy. If you're maybe meeting her in a coffee shop or an art gallery or in a bar, uh, but really your passion in life is fitness, you just need to say, oh, it's funny that I started talking to you in a bar. You know, actually, I'm not too much of a bar person 
but instead you know I love I love fitness I'm constantly in my I'm constantly I don't think I don't even own any other clothes <laughs> apart from leisure clothes and that's simple that's yeah which is you right <laughs> that's my life <laughs> that's you me too actually normally um but you see what you've done there you've just gone look this you've basically the format here is whatever topic we're talking about it's fine but it's not really truly me here's what I'm interested in instead and that's how you redirect the conversation and then you hope and if she's got that level of connection to you, just like I did to Ben then, he said, oh, I'm always in my fitness gear. And I go, yeah, me too. Because that, literally that's the truth. My, my wardrobe is, is, is largely lycra. <laughs> um, so you find very quickly if you have that level of connection and you get there, not by questioning her, not by trying to suggest topics of conversation that you think she might like. Instead, you go there by setting out your stall and offering what you're interested in first and then looking for that echo or connection point. I'd agree with that mostly. I think that's absolutely right. I think all too often guys are very uh, permissive or submissive uh-huh. in this sort of situation and really don't drive it towards what they're looking for. And again, that's why you can have a, uh, it could be a message conversation, could even be a couple of dates, but then they drift off and that's where the ghosting occurs. And that's why all of the, the girls are saying we could chat for a few weeks and then you could just disappear and I never hear from you again right. so absolutely you need to be a bit assertive with it you need to um, steer the conversation the way you want to go and, and ultimately just trying to find out if there's that uh, commonality and that common ground there awesome well you know what I think Ben's actually got some well sensible advice when it comes to stuff like mm-hmm. online dating he's also got a pretty awesome blog so I'd really encourage you to check it out it's superfitdad.com dot au because you might have noticed a bit of an, an aussie accent <laughs> kicking around in there um so yeah i hope you've enjoyed this as again if you want to hit me with some questions you can find me on twitter i'm at hayley quinn or if you want to get my specific and detailed advice personally to you if you go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club c-l-u-b i have an online members club on and offline actually where i run events i answer your questions personally and i give you access to 50 plus hours of content you can't get anywhere else so if you want to hear more of my advice i would really encourage you to check that out take some action and you know have some accountability for yourself so be the action person don't be passive and start thinking of that awesome online dating hacking icebreaker you can hopefully stitch together the clues <laughs> that we've laid out for you within this podcast and just thank you so much for coming on the podcast ben not at all Haley. it's been a pleasure it's thank you awesome okay guys i'll be back again next week with another episode of attraction hq thank you for listening to my podcast today uh, if you want to find out more about me please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where i have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club you can also catch up with me on youtube at hayleyquinnxx on instagram as hayleyquinnx and on twitter as plain old hayleyquinn uh, i'd love to hear your feedback on the show please engage with me please reach out and thank you again for your support Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 